from Studio 77. This is the Bourbon and Badges podcast. I'm here with Hound Dog. What's going on, Buck? I'm doing well. How about you, Steve? Slow ride. Hey, Buck. What's happening, brother? I'm doing well. Doing well. What's going on, guys? Hey, uh, I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. I did. I was in Ohio. Hey, what did you think about the Christmas special? I think Buck was the star of the show. Star of the show. Well, since I... <laughs> I didn't hear this the Christmas special, and since I didn't agree to partake, it. you it, lived it. You I lived it. I didn't agree. I didn't agree to partake in it. So, all right, good deal. You didn't have to agree, actually. Well, apparently I didn't because I don't know what was on there. So, oh, I we, think I think Hound Dog has some news about our stats. I do. I just want to hear good news. I don't want to hear any bad news. All right. <laughs> so the good news is, found out this week that uh, we have listeners in other countries and other continents what yep believe it or not no more. <laughs> <laughs> there you go there it is. <laughs> it's the applause it's not the chuckle not chuckle chuckle so uh okay who lets him why do we let him do that because he won't let us get on the same because i'm a professional yeah so cool. i was looking on our uh, uh our <laughs> what's that thing called podcast <laughs> or Podcast or host download host yes yeah. that's it and I found out that we have listeners in Europe not sure what country Asia South America and North America which includes Canada How about that we are international international and what I like to know is if uh, anyone from those uh, continents and countries and such are still listening let us know where you are and we'll like to you know. Mention you on our one of our podcasts. Yeah, please give us a shout out. That'd be great. You can uh, look us up on Facebook at Bourbon and Badges and Twitter, Bourbon and Badges. And you can email us at Bourbon and Badges. Hey, do y'all get the, the common thing yeah, here? Say, yeah. <laughs> bourbon and Badges, Buck. Oh, <laughs> you can get us on, uh, you can email us at Bourbon and A&D Badges at yahoo.com <laughs> all right how about that that is too cool so please let us know where you are and speaking of christmas my son-in-law asher got me and got the podcast let me f- grab it here it's little bigfoot dress up comes with 28 accessories he's seven inches tall and today he's wearing his uh, heart boxers with all his bling on there and his headphones for the podcast and his socks and sandals. Yes, he is. There's no such thing as Bigfoot. Oh, you're looking at him right there. He's right going to be there. dressed differently on each and every episode. So would he be Littlefoot? Right. He's got big old feet. And I'll put them shoes on him. You should see him feet. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, yeah. a, that's a Bigfoot with an attitude right there. Yeah, he's cool. Look at him. He's got his headphones on. He is actually part of the podcast now. He's like, you can't see me, but I can see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like the winner of the hide-and-go-seek. Hey, uh, what we're drinking tonight, Steve? We're drinking Blanton's. Why is that, Buck? Because uh, we like Blanton's. Well, you got to start reading your notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, our- it's because it's our 10th episode. There's a bell right over there. Woohoo! Hey, Number hey. 10, baby. Hey, hey, hey. I thought I'd make it like three without killing you. Yeah, our 10th episode. Now, it's, it shows more than that with our. Um, Christmas special. Yes. And the uh, trailer. That yeah, the trailer. the trailer as well. Yeah, it does count both those. But actual, our actual 10th podcast. So we're drinking Blanton's tonight. Yes. Well, and Corkhead, baby. See so what's of, going on with it. One of my very favorites. Well, now, Blanton's has a very has a very good reputation. Uh, and it's in who, who, where does Blanton's come from? The bottle. You can report right now. <laughs> it's a Buffalo Trace product. Buffalo Trace. Yeah, actually, uh, Blanton's is the original single barrel set to standard back in 1984 as a single barrel. Best served, neat, <laughs> or on the rocks. Good gosh. <laughs> All right. We know who's not driving home tonight. Oh, my gosh. That's a little poor. Y'all want me to pour y'all some? Yeah, please do. <laughs> Can I have your glasses? <laughs> we have some very wonderful edged glasses, Glen Karen glasses. Etched. That's what etched. I said. You said edged. But it's got edge all around it. You're slow. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Provided by. Don't be pouring me that much. That's good. Wait, 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 wait. 
I stopped it. Try talking to the mic, Buck. You can't. I had a rough weekend last weekend, so. Yeah, we heard all about that in the Christmas special. If you hadn't heard the Christmas special, you need to listen to that and hear about Buck's dilemma. I didn't have any dilemma. I was drunk. Well, that's quite the dilemma. It was not a dilemma. Did you know how you got home? No. I oh, you're the deliminator then. No. You're the delimiest. Did, uh, did, did uh, Bam Bam tell you how I got home? Yeah, he brought you home in his man purse. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Buffalo Trace product, and also it says best served neat or on the rocks. Now, I wouldn't say it's a $62 pour. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest putting a $62 pour in Coke or anything. That's in North Carolina. In South Carolina, it's about 120 Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, we're right. controlled state again, so – $62 for a pour. It's uh, kind of hard to get, and there's a reason why. It's actually one of these uh, hard to find or hard to get sometimes because of the actual way it's, it's produced so or it'd, distilled. It would be considered an allocation. Allocated. It is allocated, yeah. yeah. I, actually, the notes on allocation, if anybody wants to know what allocating means. Uh, if you yeah, would. I would love to know. Uh, all Buffalo Trace whiskeys are allocated, meaning that there's a specific – Hey, man, uh-huh. good job. Uh-huh. Well, that might be the first time in your whole good life. Well, I'm reading it. The number of bottles allocated <laughs> so. to each state throughout the year to ensure that retailers, restaurants, and consumers of each state has a shot at getting some of it. Nice. So good it job. is allocated. And it comes from a special warehouse, Warehouse H. On the, the Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Grounds. And it's the only warehouse that's actually skinned in tin. All of them is a brick or wood, and it has a wood structure. Skinned in tin, and it was done that way for a purpose. What was the purpose? Because they didn't have any bricks or wood. <laughs> <laughs> they ran out of bricks and wood. <laughs> All right, smart Alec. Really, what was well, the reason? Well, no, no. That's, it's Is cost, there some it, reason you say that? Or? My understanding is somebody's going to correct me if I'm wrong. was built right after the Civil War, and you know, a lot of products wasn't at hand, easily at hand at the time. But Blanton actually had that warehouse built. So does it being constructed in tin with it? Make it hotter than the summertime? It could, yes. Oh. And colder than the winter? That way it draws in and out the uh Can, can I, can I oh, say? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, can I say? No, no, you're doing great. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no, prior to the podcast, I said hey, something. Buck, I, was I was going to mention the the things. and you know, Hound Doc and I will be about. signing off now for a while. while, while. I'll not say another word. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We're bringing Blanton's in there. <laughs> go ahead. No, let me, let me finish. It's... uh. 46.5 ABV, alcohol by volume at, at 93 proof. And it's a number two mash bill, which is high rye. Buck, you, you should like this. Well, I do like it. I know I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm still drinking this, whatever it is you poured a while ago, Old Elk. There's no surprises on the show, is there? No. Nothing hidden from the audience. Nothing. We always so, have a, a pre-show pour. That's yeah. what we had tonight, and Old Elk. Me being a little bit leery of alcohol right now. <laughs> I'm drinking very slowly. The pre-show pour is called How to Tolerate Buck during the podcast. In one giant glass. But you're right. We'll go, finish your story about the uh, white, white swear. where I was going now. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, go ahead and finish your story, whatever you was going to say. <laughs> well, there's, there, you know, if you if you seen Blanton's, you know there's eight different stop stoppers or toppers. And they're all, each horse is different, and each stopper has they're two ends, has uh, a letter on it. And the two ends, well, big question a lot of people ask, are the ends the same? But no, the, each end, to get the correct number, is the ends are different. So the, the horse is different. Oh. Each horse is different on each top as well. So the horses are different and the letters are different. Yeah, the horses are in every stage of like a race. A race, yeah, like the, uh, the B is the staging when they're in the gates. Then the L, you know, when they start out and all the way to the end of it. Um, I know there's people coming to the liquor store asking for, well, do you have a, do you have a tea or do you have a, I don't know, I don't, dude, you get what you get. Cause <laughs> hey, this is a tea by the way. Oh, it is. Yeah. Now is this supposed to be, um, some specific racehorse? Is it like secretariat or war admiral or something like that? It's a good question. I don't know. I don't I know ne- they, I ne- they never said I can't find anything on it. That is a good question, but was it just a horse? It's a racehorse. It's got a jockey on it. It almost looks like he's holding a polo horse. You know, sometimes the uh, hey, almost looks like he's holding. A do you polo know what Buck stick. and that horse has in common? They what? both have jockeys. <laughs> horse <is> drum. <laughs> All right, y'all pissing me off already. <laughs> we we're, we're ten minutes into the podcast. So how many how many of these Blantons have you had, Stu? I mean, how many bottles? I know you got 
A couple. But that, that's in the vault, or I've actually drank. That you've actually opened up and drank. I drink out of one bottle that a really dear friend of mine had and offered me a pour out of. Okay. Now, Named Hound Dog. A lot of these, I did? Yeah. Okay. A lot of these, uh, the jockeys on these, some, not a lot of them, but some of them, the head of the jockey breaks off. They call it the hordes, the headless horseman. Really? You know, if you ever get a hold of one that don't have the uh, the head on it, it's just a headless horseman because it got broke off somehow during package Does that ownership. increase or decrease the value? That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't. I don't think it does either. I don't think it could increase. But it's kind of cool. Because so everybody you, be breaking theirs off. So now. if you ever see one, if you ever pull one out of the box or the, uh, the sack that it's in and don't have a head on it, it's the uh, headless horseman. I'm going to go check the vault now, hound dog. And one of the ends, the last end, and the Blanton's should have a colon. I think it's a colon. So it's like a stylized end where it just kind of comes out like that? No, it's like a. It's got like a dot or two dots or whatever for the apostrophe. Okay. Yes. So what, Steve? <laughs> You're way off the mic. You sound like you little third grader talking well, back of the bus. I'm looking at how you just want everybody to look at you all the time, don't you? Well, you can look at you can look at Hound Dog. I'm looking at Hound right now, and I'm still you can hear him on the mic. All right. Yeah. Sound like Hound Dog has done his homework. You think like that about Blanton's buck? That's good. That's good. Yes, this is the T. All right. It comes from Warehouse H, which is decided is the only 10 warehouse on the complex. It comes from the, it's called the center cut. It's come from the center floors of the fifth and sixth floor. And that's where the climate stays the most consistent in all the warehouses. And that's why they, they come with that cut. So that means since Blanton's only come from one warehouse, only off two floors, that's why it's, such a rarity it is to get to find, because really they can't make too much of it because they just don't have enough enough uh, barrels to meet the demand. And actually, I was reading the uh, label on this, this handwritten label. This particular bottle was the bourbon was dumped, means put in for to be bottled on eight twenty seven twenty from barrel number two hundred seventy three from Warehouse H. Rick, number one, it's 93 proof. It's all written, handwritten on the bottom. That's pretty cool. Yep, I thought it was too. Yeah, the uh, what's cool about it is, you know, the barrel brings three things. The barrel brings a lot to, to the table and also the Rick house or the warehouse. The barrel does three things. It adds color you know, through the char of the, of the barrel. Also through the char, it, it opens up all the... Um, the fibers of the wood, which releases the sugars, so it adds flavor. And then the char, and do you have any idea what char number this that blends is? I want to say three, but I'm not 100% sure. So the higher Which the is, char number, the higher the char? Yes, one through four. And actually, I think the number three char is considered the alligator char, if I'm not mistaken. I think the three and four both are alligator. Are they? Okay. Uh, so could... Could this Blanton's? Could it be like a one char or two char, or all they or are they all three chars? Well, a lot are all four chars. The, the, the that's the deepest char. But with the char, you also get the charcoal top of the char. You know, you ever been like camp, I'm looking at how dog how has never been camping. I have been camping one time. <laughs> well, you go camping you, if you got like an upset stomach, you can take some of the charcoal out of the fire and you eat that, and it settles your stomach. The charcoal actually absorbs all the issues that's bothering your stomach. Well, the charcoal within the barrel of the char also uh, sucks up all the sulfur and stuff, all the bad impurities inside the liquor. So it takes that out of the liquor and why it gives it back to sugars and things of that nature. Mm, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You're an Eagle Scout, right? I am an Eagle Scout. <laughs> Troop 33, 1974. Yeah, well, it, shows, church. Um, it just shows in your... Your knowledge of uh, blends. <laughs> <laughs> your knowledge of uh, the taste of charcoal, but uh, yeah, so it's pretty cool. And then, depending on what warehouse you put it in, and what floor you put it in, and what area of the floor you put it in, the barrel actually breathes. And, I, and it's funny here because in Kentucky, Tennessee, when the liquor goes into the barrel over time, the proof actually goes up. It does. Scotland and Ireland, their proof goes down because they have high humidity 
low temperatures. So it they actually extracts water in here in North New crap. United States extracts the water from the barrel. They get the proof go up. Over there, it actually breathes in water and stuff into the barrel, lowering their proof. Because of the high humidity. Yes. So have you uh, – I mean, just, just kind of out of curiosity, the, um, some of those Japanese whiskeys that come, that come over, which are highly recommended, uh, but they're really light-colored. Are, are they using oak? Well, they're, they're not they're – not, I know they're not required to. But. Yeah, they're not by the same standards as us. And a lot of the Japanese, Scotland, and Ireland takes a lot of our used bourbon barrels. Yeah, Scott, I mean, Scotland definitely does, but yeah. – I wonder if that's what the Japanese. I don't do. know. We I'm have kind a, of getting off topic here. We have a twelve-year-old Japanese right now for uh, one twenty-five. Really? Yeah. But anyway, it's store at ABC Story work at. Let's try some of that Japanese stuff one time. Just Let's see good. what it tastes like. Man, I, I you mean, had it? Yeah, yeah. Hey, really? I bought some. Um, I had uh, Ozzy Holzhauser's uh, uh, bourbon tasting when I went over there, and I bought him a bottle and drank a good bit of it myself. Do we want those just right quick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> smells like beer microphone. <laughs> all right. We, all right. We always make the same mistake. We always know it's the same yeah, time do. somebody's on the mic. You hey, know, we're not the only podcast that does that. I listened to one last night. They did the exact same thing. That did really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Amateurs. that's what we're supposed to be doing at this time. So I think it's. Well, you said it so seriously. Did you see a little serious look in his face? <laughs> Man, you got serious on Thomas Buck. While, while you guys are noticing that, let me say this here too. Colonel Albert Bacon Blanton, born in 1981, born 1881 <laughs> on the farm near the now Buffalo Trace, was then the OFC distillery. Started working there at the age of 16 as an office boy. Did he really? Yeah, and worked his way all the way up to the president of the company. Oh, that's cool. And How did he get to be a colonel? Done. You know, it's a good question, Buck. I know the answer. Okay. Do you, do you know how dog? Huh? How dog wearing those? <laughs> oh, Buck. What? We will count dog. Okay, up. I'm I'm waiting here on with bated breath. In Kentucky and Tennessee, back in the 1800s, it was a colonel was a name given to people of stature. Oh. Kind of like the Duke. Yeah. Things of that nature. So yeah, he got it by just by stature of being the colonel. Oh really? So he wasn't an actual. He was colonel. not actual any, colonel. Any kind of military, southern military, competitive military, anything like that. Nope. From 1881 to 19, he became president of the company in 1921. That's Pretty cool. cool. Yeah, it is cool. His middle name's Bacon. I wonder if nobody wants his stuff. And I'll tell you something else, too, that's pretty cool. The the only the only distiller, master distiller, that had um, a bourbon named after him while he's still alive was the one that started picking the Blanton's barrels and named it Blanton's. You know what it is? Amartili. Yeah, Amartili. It's pretty cool. Who's that? He's a guy. Master Stiller. Keep up the conversation here, Buck. Well, I know. He's, I mean, he was a, he was a stiller at Buffalo Trace, and he was the only living dist- master distiller that had a bourbon named after him while he's still alive. Tilly? That's cool. Tilly. Huh? So, did you say Elmer Tilly? Elmer Tilly. Oh. Lee. Wood is his last if name. If you would do that from now on. Elmer okay. T. Lee. He's the one said exactly I didn't say it. What are y'all following me for? Just do it exactly okay. that way from now on. Ask me what he said. What did he say? Elmer T. Lee. No, that's not. He said Elmer Tilly. I did Elmer. not. Yes, he did. I did somebody not. did. Lee. You may have heard that. Them very expensive headphones you wear. There's <laughs> 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 nothing wrong with these headphones. They're fine. Okay, that's fine. They cost $9. All right. But Elmer T. Lee picked this, started picking the center cuts out of 5th and 6th floor of uh, Warehouse H and... Named it after Colonel Blanton's. That's cool. What we got on the nose, guys? I'm past the nose. <laughs> oh, I got caramel, which is hard to believe. But I also have a little citrus. Have a little floral. Um, floral was it? Maybe it's floral. I'm I, thinking of. I, I get floral. On I'm getting way. maybe a little citrusy, like a like a lemony. You not know, a lemony. You may have set that mindset, but I'm getting that now since you said that. I don't know what it is. It's kind of just, it's the rye. In the leather. Yeah, this is a high rye, so it's right in your, in your wheelhouse there, Buck. But it was just, uh, just a little, I don't know if it's lime or, or lemon or something, but I got a little bit of that Liquor. along with the caramel. Caramel. Okay. Okay. You always aggravate me. Every time I, uh, I sniff something, okay, I mean, I know something, <laughs> that I smell caramel. Well, I smell something different, and you said, well, no, it's liquor. So, 
It was a joke. Why are you so? Are you pissed <laughs> off, Buck? Why are you so ill? You come here ill all the time. I'm kind of mad. Yeah. What are you mad now for? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just mad. I'm mad. This is it's that time of year. It's that time of year. I'm just I'm mad. I'm madder than hell. Look, Marlene's Buck non-pissed. Next week. It'll be 2021, and this freaking terrible, disastrous, awful year we've had will go away. You know, it's the year we started our podcast. Thank you very much. Well, that is one good thing. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but (laughs) that's one highlight of the year for us, because this is fun. It's fun doing this. I'll tell you, while you got the mic, Buck, why don't you set the stage for our new listeners? For what? That is a... For what? (laughs) We talked about it. Before the show in our pre-podcast meeting. Why don't you set this gaze stage? <laughs> because y'all say I talk too much. Buck has forgotten. Yeah, I forgot. How about you, Hound Dog? Can you do the honors? I'm, I'm busy. I'm taking a picture of our poor. All right. Or a Facebook page. Yeah, we have new customers. That's good. So that is a segue into our next topic. We're going to go back and talk about marijuana for a few minutes. Oh. But oh. You know, prior to that, prior to that is we like to tell our new cut customers, our new listeners is, you know, we are three retired police officers. Uh, Buck started out in Gastonia, North Carolina, where Reggie and I had our full career at. And Buck left us, went to Charlotte Mech, Mecklenburg County. Went for the big bucks, brother. For the big bucks. I don't blame you. And retired from Charlotte Mech. So we're three retired uh, police officers. And we have a love for bourbon, a love to tell stories and just sit around and drink. And that we like, we need another reason to drink, but we decided to come up starting on the podcast. And opine. What? Opine. Opine who? <laughs> Open give, your mind. give opinions, knucklehead. Huh? Yeah. Give opinions. Give opinions. Yeah, we, we are very opinionated, leading to the fact that we are uncut, uncensored. If you get your feelings hurt, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. We're pretty uneducated, too. but And we don't care. Or Hound Dog don't care. <laughs> Hound Dog don't care. I care. Buck cares. All right. Uh, with that said, uh, you know, I've, I've, I don't think this this gentleman and I have actually been properly introduced. He came in a week ago, and uh, we were talking about bourbon. And he's kind of new to the bourbon field, and we're uh, bouncing ideas back off each other at the ABC store where Buck and I work at. And he left with the with the with the bourbon and come back. So it was an excellent choice. And I told him about the podcast, and he came back. And first thing he walks in the door is, "Hey, man." His words are funny. He says, "Hey, I listen to your shit." I said, well, good this. What do you think? He said, and he pointed out the fact that I was the only one against legalizing marijuana. He brought up some good points after that. But he left with the bullet rhyme. Uh, really good really good guy, and uh, he had some good ideas, and I won't throw it off, bounce off you guys. We talked about marijuana last time. Okay. You know, during a marijuana podcast, and we, you two guys went to legalize, and I was kind of like, nah, not really. But his thought was, I think he's on, on the board with you and Hound Dog. Dogs his own little world over there. <laughs> as far as legalizing the marijuana, and with that being said, once it's once it's done, if it is legalized, what do you do with people in prison? That's in prison for marijuana. Well, you let them go. I and mean, don't? is that? Is, I mean, that's not that's not illegal anymore. Well, so yeah, I mean, you let them go. But when they once got sent to prison, it was illegal. So, yeah, no, but I mean, you still let where, them go. Where, I mean, where, do you, where do you draw the line? And I would, I would argue this too. Not all, you don't go to prison for simple possession of marijuana. You got to be a lot of weight. And generally, when you get charged possession, you get charged possession, intent to sell and deliver, maintain a controlled substance, you know, possession. So, what if you get caught and it's like your third, your third time or fourth time, and they they, they start the, getting you on the three strike thing yeah. on there? Three strikes from a felony. So you're in, you're in prison for for having a, maybe a, a minute amount of marijuana. I mean, I, I if I if. If oh, if it's marijuana related and it's um <laughs> if it's marijuana marijuana I can't even talk marijuana related and it's legalized then then you, you let everyone go including the ones that are trafficking the stuff and I understand that's you're probably definitely not gonna like that but I say yeah you let them go no I'm not 100 percent against it. I'm just saying well the only biggest thing I've got about it is I don't want to smell that old stink weed that old well, I don't want right to hear that. You know, hear that. I don't want to hear that either. Probably I don't not live that now. I have, to, I have to smell it every night coming to, come, coming to and from a car. Now as it is. And you legalize it, man. To be, you know, these, uh, don't get me started. Well, I mean, how, I'm, <laughs> you, you don't think that legalizing it will take some of the mystique out of it? These guys are pretty open about it. Well, I know that. But, I mean, 
I, I think there's a lot of mystique that just goes along with the fact that you're doing something that's forbidden. I ain't worried about the mystique. I'm worried about the stink. The st- <laughs> <laughs> that's what well, I'm worried about. Well, I mean, don't you think that there's that there's a little oh, bit of that? It may. And it may. But uh, what? Okay, what about this? How, just just because Hound Dog's not on the mic, he's back taking pictures for their. I can't get the damn things right. He's making mud pies over here in the outfield. Yeah. With that said, what about so you reduce? You, you stop making worms. What if I get charged with uh, possession of marijuana? Let's say possession possession of marijuana with tents of sale and possession of crack cocaine. Well, crack cocaine would still be illegal. I agree, but okay. does that reduce my sentence? Uh, you probably have to be resentenced, I guess. Well, I mean, the crack cocaine is going to be, I mean, the marijuana charges are going to be lesser included charges anyway. I agree. And generally are dismissed. Yeah. So, yeah. They, I mean, typically speaking, they would dismiss before they go up there. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't see any other way you could do it. I mean, now, I guess, uh, I mean, somebody's been in jail for a while, and all of a sudden they do, you know, you, you say, okay, well, you're free to go. Now, they might start thinking that – uh well, well, you had me in jail for the wrong reason. And I, I apologize. I hope he's listening. We'll be listening when this comes out. But I apologize if not know his name. I'm gonna get his name next time he's in. Um, I don't think. Oh, you're I, gonna get his name, all right. I don't think he and I actually introduced ourselves, but uh, I'll get his name and I apologize, my friend, and I'll make sure I clarify that on the next podcast. All right. He also brought the part about what about restitution? What about the? I'm in jail for five years for marijuana. And now it's legal, and I've lost five years of my life. Is there anyone? That does not know that that at current time, marijuana is illegal to possess. Ah, that was good. Well, we ain't talked about the nosing of this stuff yet. Talking about getting off track. I did, but I, I mean, I, I, well, we was going to my hound dog was ever playing Mister Photographer. So it's my my fault. Yes, yes. I'm glad you admitted it. <laughs> okay, it's my fault that we got off track. So, so it's I, my I, fault. I, I did all the talking. Sorry. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm telling you what. Next podcast, I'm like Bill Mike. I'm gonna be over here running com- the, the what the computer or something. The board, you be running the board. The board. I think <laughs> I it's a fantastic job of doing it anyway. Thank you. Oh, oh, now, now he gets it right. right one. Now he gets it right. Yeah, got it labeled. <laughs> so what about well, what about restitution? How dog? You ain't, well, you ain't said a word about right this because we're being busy. So chime what, in. What are you talking about? Marijuana. Re- okay. Okay, so Buck Junior. <laughs> so someone someone goes to jail for possession of marijuana. Okay, okay, just for possession of marijuana, or, or even trafficking marijuana. I mean, it don't really matter. Right. Um, and uh, they they overrun they overturn the the, the uh, law and say, well, you know, it's legalized. So okay. you let the guy go. Now, does he deserve some sort of restitution? No, uh, I agree. No, because when he committed when he was arrested and got sentenced and went to trial and everything, marijuana was illegal. I'm gonna get deep on you for a second. <laughs> Sound weird. Scary cover for you. That sounded weird. All right. So the state legalizes marijuana. Okay. You know, some some facet out there, some organization is going to try to block that. They're going to try to prevent that. Right. So it's going to go into litigation under civil. Agree? You agree with that? Yeah. So once it's 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 been legalized. Now it's in litigation for two years. I'm still sitting in prison waiting for that litigation to, to to resolve itself. Will I get restitution for those two years? No. 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 Yeah. That's your no. professional opinion or your or – your, 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 I mean, I'm fairly certain you won't. All right. No, well, I mean, but look, the bottom line is is anyone that's doing this stuff, they know that, that it's illegal at the current time. It is illegal at the current time. Correct. If, you know, if I get arrested tomorrow for having marijuana in my car – I'm not. I can't claim that I don't know. Hell, I know. I've been sitting here talking about it. So if it if two weeks from now they they legalize it, that don't mean the fact that don't change the fact that I knew it was illegal when I did it, and it's still and it was illegal. When if I did you it. get caught marijuana in your car tomorrow, that explain a lot of things, Buck. <laughs> well, that might be true, but I, I wholeheartedly agree with Buck on that whole thing right there. All right. Talking All right. about good deal, good deal. All right. So well, I mean, you didn't say what you thought. No. Uh, I agree with you on all, all of it. Uh, I think some point that uh, you know, since since the was it the House that has passed a bill to yes, yes. Once it goes nationally or federally legal, so you start using banks and sorry, passed the Senate. I think it's waiting on the, the House Senate's now. Going to the House, okay. Yeah. 
But either way. It's past one of them. Yes, yeah. past one of them. With that being said, once it actually goes um, federally legal, I think all the states will follow, follow suit. I think so, too. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, because you know, everybody wants that tax base. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Increase the tax base. I mean, I mean that's the one thing about it. I'm not a big tax guy. I mean, being a libertarian, I don't like taxes. Tax the shit out of that shit. I mean, I tax the shit out of that shit. Tax no, the shit agree, out, of, out, of, out of that. If you're going to legalize all the rest of it, tax the hell out of it and use the proceeds to at least pay for some of the of the problems you're going to have with it. Because there's going to be some problems coming along with it. There's just going to be. Well, I agree. And I'm a firm believer in doing with state tax. North Carolina has a state tax. We are... Tax what seven point five percent? Oh, we yeah. get we can get caught into a big thing if we're going to start talking about taxes. But and I'm just saying, what, doing that, you know, I don't I think do away with state tax, and you you have uh, uh, tax you know on whatever you buy, sales tax. Yeah, yeah, and that way, if if I want a very expensive car, I'll pay the taxes on that car, and it's not up to you guys to pay that part of that tax. And same thing with marijuana. If I want to sell, buy, or trade marijuana, I'll pay that taxes. It doesn't affect people that. Don't that's not involved in that. Exactly, exactly. It's true. How what'd you get on the nose? I don't know. Floral. A little bit of leather and some oakiness. That's what I got. What about y'all? Looks like you should have got some some weed and stuff coming from that shirt you got. <laughs> I got a, I got a real tree camouflage shirt on. Yeah, yeah you look like Duck Dynasty over there. I mean, it's a it is a camouflage. I mean, that's that's got to be something coming. If off Willie of that and Larry the Cable Guy had a kid, it'd be you tonight. <laughs> Y'all crazy, but I, or Rodney Carrington. Yeah. I do like uh, wearing camouflage. I wear it all the time in the wintertime when it's nice and warm because this is thick. Uh, Thick shirt, it's warm. I don't have to have a blankie. I don't have to have a blankie. People commented on your blankie last time. It very, I, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed to read this. You one. didn't have to worry about it. It was I mean, I had to blanket. look at it. I dog had to look at it. My under, daughter had to look at it. I'm sitting underneath the thing here, and y'all are sitting over there, nice and warm. And I'm having to sit underneath underneath this thing. the thing. Yeah. You talking about the air vent? Yes, the air vent. All right. You did right. that on purpose. Bigfoot, Big, Bigfoot's not even looking at you. Look at him. He's looking at me now because he, he's walking away from him. Look how he's looking. He's walking away from you because he's embarrassed. He had no idea. He didn't exist this Nobody time. can see what you're talking about, Vernon. You're on our Facebook page. Nobody can still see what you're talking I, about, I was Vernon. waiting for Buck to say, we have a Facebook page. <laughs> oh, I'm pointing at the, our Bigfoot mascot. We talked about the first part of the show, and I'm pointing to our Bigfoot mascot wearing his... That's all you had to do. You right. to, you to, You're right. Is, you paint a virtual rules. pitter. Pitter. <laughs> what? <laughs> paint a virtual picture. <laughs> Leave your Peter in your pants and paint a virtual picture. Hey, all please, together. If, if anybody <laughs> in Asia is listening to us, don't try to learn oh. English with us. Oh, you're exactly right. We thought that earlier. My daughter said, I hope they ain't trying to learn English from y'all, daddy. <laughs> Well, well be we nice. know what's on your mind anyway. It'd exactly. be nice. It'd be nice if we had a good uh, producer that could edit that part out. Yeah, it would be. Because uh, we're unedited. Unedited. Uh, See? <laughs> Still holler at him, start, bro. We'll start holler with the hard one, the unfiltered first. Oh, we're unfiltered and unedited. Uncut. And uncut. Yeah. We're all three of those. Yeah. We're a lot of things. Man, Intelligence not one of them. That's exactly right. The, uh, the un edited is because we don't know how to edit. Well, who's the less intelligent? <laughs> us or the people listening to us? Well, that's, oh, that's a good question. question. That's a good question. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm getting a little bit of leather. I'm getting I'm almost kind of like walking into the uh, floor shop, I think. Floor? Is that what you're saying? Floor roll. Floor roll. Are we drinking this stuff now? I've been drinking it. Right. So I think it's on my top five list. I know it's going to be hard to believe because I'm a rye guy. I mean, I'm not a rye guy. Another high rye guy. Another high rye guy. Hi, Raga. But this is number two on my top five because I just like it. Do you like it for the taste or because of rarity? Does the rarity has uh, rarity actually influence your taste at all? Either okay, way? Now that's a good question. Now that is a good question me, because I wonder about that sometimes. For me, not whatsoever. What the taste that I like, of course, is wheaty or wheat. This has a high rye in it. I also like this old elk that we have over here that we had a taste of before the show started. 
Yeah, and I got actually a wheat out of that. I don't know why. It's no wheat in there. You There's no me. wheat in it. There's the uh, malted barley and uh, rye and corn. It's wow. really, really good, actually. And during our hour, our, but during our podcast meeting, pre-podcast meeting, we decided there's three types of. Holy shit, Buck, look at that. Buck has learned how to use the equipment. <laughs> what in the world is going on here? <laughs> you go, bro. He's rocking. He's learned how to actually lift his mic up. So Buck was sitting in his chair, <laughs> and his microphone was so low on the table, he would look like he was like almost falling asleep. Could y'all, uh, could y'all have told me that sometime you, sooner? Well, their tenth, this is our 10th podcast. You not <laughs> figured that out? You should have told me that. I mean. Can, just look at this. We're, we're I not, mean, because it was painful for me to lean over. and, and It's painful to look at. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? Well, it was also amusing. <laughs> it was. Yeah, we okay. actually, you know, I actually said before we even started this about, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, hey, slow. Let's book Buck's microphone as low as we possibly can. See how long it takes him to do it. Oh, and what was so funny, the Christmas episode, Buck, you got to listen to it, because Hound Dog were talking, and we both knew we could convince you to think to make you think you're supposed to have been here when you when you wasn't at all. It's supposed, not post. That's what I said. <laughs> and we did. Well, not really, but we're going to be there. Yeah, you Okay, we're good. I mean, I don't remember. I knew I didn't remember it. It was so It was good. See, because what made me think is because you, you you sound like you're right on top of the of the microphone, and it's almost like you'd swallow the mic. And I'm like, how the hell is he doing that? No, nah, I realize it. You got it all yeah, raised up you, to your mouth. These are dynamic mics, and they've got to be right on top of it to sound as great as I do. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, <laughs> pretty good. Well, thanks for pointing that out to me before. Hey, Mike. Ray, Mike. Hey, Mike. Raise your buck. There's, there's no one around named Mike. Hey, Buck, yeah, raise your mic. How about that? Well, that's all you had to do. Do you not see the little adjustments on your little mic stand there? He I never pay attention to He it. don't pay attention to that. He don't pay attention to his telephone. No. no I, do not. I mean, I don't live vicariously through people sending me damn text messages or anything else. And it's not just y'all. Yeah, it's, we're very professional around here at Studio 77. We are. We are. We so, have so. we have a I have we have two on this we schedule two pre podcast meetings one on Wednesdays to lay out the the very loose script would go by and we've never done that to date we've never ever done <laughs> oh, that to date since when have we done that and that's why we always have the pre podcast meeting that a pre podcast meeting is uh, us sitting here for about five minutes for okay we're going to talk about okay let's talk and drinking something else yeah yeah. All right, well, cool deal. So we covered the several topics we want to talk about. Uh, what you else know, is on your mind? You know, this is kind of screwed up. We haven't rated this bourbon yet. Oh, we, yeah, we keep this, getting This it. is something we should have done and oh, that, about 20 minutes that ago. That is one of our number one complaints. From, you know, we're from our, 38 minutes into this podcast. We're not related. All right, okay. We should have done this 20 minutes ago. All right, back up. You're looking at my control panel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a little thing. I'm going to tape a little piece of cardboard there where you can't see. Steve's control panel. So I'll instruct you, but it's 38 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> I think that's just what I said. See, that's what. Anytime, it's a joke. Anytime somebody reaches over there, he slaps your hand away. It's a anytime, joke. You might want to turn my mic up. What? Really? Really? I think your mic's fine. I'm the one that's listening to it. Yeah, can, can no, you, you don't want to talk it into it. Can we you turn my headphones up? Don't bring your, your <laughs> headphones into this. Barbie, it's, it's 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 not my operating of the of the console. It's your headphones. No, my headphones are you fine. You got three dollar pair of headphones, and there right six. there on fourth on our fourth mic sets about a, I don't know what is a sixty dollar pair of yeah, earphones that you don't use. It's because if I pick, if I pick them up, put them on, you start making fun of them deaf too. So. No, your head don't look quite as big as the professional ones on there. We would not make fun of you. At all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was he was nodding his head when he was saying he would not. So. Hey. Hound dog's always nodding off. True. I guess right. hanging around the, the Duke, I've been, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hit my nose on it. Okay. The Duke. I think the, one of our complaints was we do not stay focused enough on the liquor. Although we covered the crap out of this liquor prior to drinking it. If we had a producer, maybe to keep us yeah. in check. Y'all like that sound effect that we did? That's like a. Uh, Evidently you did because you had to redo it. <laughs> God, Rocket Reds, what or 
How dog? What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about something. Well, let's let's finish. About. Let's focus on the bourbon. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. You well, said it's number two. For? Well, you 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 rate it. You said it's your number two favorite. Number two favorite. Yep. What was your number one? H. Taylor. I agree. H. Taylor. I do too, but this is pretty damn good. And the East Taylor in Stanley, North Carolina is a $44 pour. It is excellent. The small batch. And this is $60 in the Stanley, North Carolina. So do you want me to tell you what I, my rating is? Yeah, let, me get, let me get my notes out. Okay. My official Hound Dogs rating is a 9. What'd you rate the East Taylor? 9.5. All so, right. That's because that's my favorite. I'm going to have to look some stuff up good. I'm gonna rate it and uh eight point five. I think it's I think it's very good. It's very good. Slow. Seven. Seven. Daily drinker. Yep. You know, and I hate for the, the price to manipulate being a daily drinker, so I don't want to drink a sixty dollar pour as a daily drinker. But that's why I give it a seven. Okay. Eight point one. Is it because it's got a high rye content? Is that yeah, is yeah, that I'm not why? a big rye fan, but I do like this for a rye. Yeah, me I mean, because you've got bottles and bottles of it. But Unopened, I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's reason for that. <laughs> well, no, so, I mean, it's scrooging it up or something. No, I've actually had, it's not mine, it's the vaults. <laughs> the vaults? Yeah, our whiskey vault. Can you spell that for me? Vaults? Yeah. No, because you were making rude <laughs> gestures while I was trying to talk. <laughs> What was, what was I doing? Nah, I ain't gonna sit on the mic. I was not doing anything. But we're at Hound Dogs one night, and Hound Dogs actually gave me a poor first, four, the first and only poor of Blanton's I've ever had. Until tonight. Till tonight. Oh, cool. All right. What? I love his stuff. So this is your second pouring of Blanton's. Correct. You are lying. I know you're lying. Right, if you talk to the mic, actually, people look. Know. I've had I've had more more than that. And I know you that you you drink more bourbon. Why would I? Why would I say I lie about drinking? Bourbon? I don't know. I, just, I can't believe that because you got Blanton's crap all over. Well, if I drank a lot of it, there wouldn't be any full bottles. Oh, would be. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean, so, so I mean, how can it be better? Better than what? Well, I mean, what, so what do you rate ahead of that? You, you rate this old elk craps ahead of it? Uh, no, it's not about old elk tonight. Uh, I uh, the E H Taylor we talked about. Oh, I, I tell you something cool. Tell you something cool. The guy that came in, we're talking about the uh, the bourbon, and he's talking about. I said, "Man, it's almost that stuff you guys were drinking the night you're talking about the marijuana." I said, "I can't remember what that is, but let me pull up our episodes in this bullet. Uh-huh. We're out of bullet, but he left a bullet rare. I mean, bullet rare, <laughs> <laughs> bullet rye. He left with. He took. Yeah, he got the rye. Okay. The, he said he left a bullet rye. He left with. He bought a bottle of bullet rye. Really cool dude." Cool. So did you get did you get the uh total? No. Well, no. Somebody entertained the it's eight point one. one. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna type this out. <laughs> so it's eight point one? Eight point one. That's the right. uh so it's, I mean it's a actually a little bit above a daily drinker. Well it should be very I would say fairly you know, fairly above a daily drinker. I mean what did you rate Buck? Eight point five. And now dog you was a nine? Yeah. I well, I mean, admittedly, I'm not the most discriminating of pallets here when it comes to this stuff. Got to go home and drink some screwball or something. You know? Well, no, I had to write this down, you know, because I keep a diary of our of our shows. A so diary. Here's a diary. Y'all starting to piss me off. You keep it in your pink notebook. Where's the pink notebook? Oh, I see it's gone. It's gone with all. Man, all it's all not gone. Work. It's over there underneath my. Oh, I see it now. It's gone. Survivor with, Man. Along with all the rest of the daggum air supply and <laughs> freaking. It's over there uh, underneath my Survivor Man. Survivor book. <laughs> all right. So. I'm all out of luck. I'm so lost without you. Why you got to be mean? <laughs> We've told that story on here. And see, I now know, people, it is, it is now so people are wondering what. Look. That is you. It is not it me. It is you. To, I mean, because you're looking, you'll be calling I'm an ABCB your, guy. <laughs> you what? <laughs> I, I, I was joking. I made, I, made, I made that up. No, you did, because you did but one time before you did that. So That's why I made it up, me. because of, uh, y'all made fun of me because I didn't get it right the last I mean, time. You were freaking sitting in that car that day, and you were combing your non-existent hair, and then you were talking about, your, you had tears in your eyes listening to that song. No, I had tears in my eyes because they assigned me to work with you, Buck. <laughs> yeah, 
That's one of I the few pleasures that. in your and life. A very, very, very brief background on that is we both used to work in Vice Narcotics. I had to take on a car. I pulled up to the station, listened to ACDC, full blast on the radio. <laughs> I go in to the office. We decide to leave to go to lunch, and the radio is still full blast. I turn it on. It's full blast playing air supply. <laughs> That's where that comes from. And then it happened the next day, and then the next day, and then the next day. So did you have your own mix tape? <laughs> no. Air supply, ACDC, air supply, ACDC. He has the DCAC stuff. <laughs> I'm, 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 All right, y'all pissing me off. <laughs> what else we need to cover? You will never live that down. I got something. What you got? So uh, I know Buck didn't see it. Well, he might have saw it, but on Facebook, we decided to start make, taking having a photograph. Yes, we did. Putting it out there and letting people try to guess where the photograph was taken. And put one on there a couple of days ago, and it was correctly identified within about 10 minutes or so. Oh, it was a Firestone factory, right? Uh, uh, I tell you what's funny because of that. You know, Gassy County is a textile town, used to be. Uh-huh. Now all the mills are closed down, and a lot of people are guessing a lot of the mills around That's town. That's what it looked like to right. me. No, it's not. So it's a very big hint on the building. The winner of the uh, photograph contest was Jim Brown. He lives in San Angelo, Texas. He correctly guessed the photograph. It was taken at Buffalo Trace Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky. Hey, you go, Jim. How do you tell that? Good job, Jim. I guess you need to ask Jim, don't you? Well, how could you? I mean, how could how if, could you tell that? Just like a bunch of bricks. It's got OFC on top of the friggin' oh. building. You Why look, you get Buffalo you Trace got, out of OFC? You got to look at more than a brick. Do you not know your history of bourbon, Buck? We are a. I was a driving bourbon, while I was looking at that. We're a bourbon podcast. You need to know about bourbon. So they don't have bourbon at the Firestone Factory. They probably do in somebody's apartment. Yeah, it's apartments now. Yeah, yeah you know, really nice apartment. Yeah, it so, is. So let me finish with with this. If y'all don't care, then y'all get uh-huh. off on side. Get on the M. See, y'all get sidetracked He's... on everything else like you do. But <laughs> Go ahead. so after uh, we got this winner, uh, Jim Brown from San Angelo, Texas. He, uh, I was talking to him briefly on via uh, Facebook. Jim Texting. says he he listens listens listens. There you go. <laughs> to, Get on him. <laughs> to our podcast while he's working in Get the oil fields. And, really? Uh, yeah, in Texas. Well, cool. Oh, so, shout uh, out to we Jim. appreciate you keeping our country going if you're working in oil fields. That's exactly what I was going to say. I even wrote it out of here on my little iPad to say this. Ooh, we're. I'm telling you. He's high tech. says, uh, I wrote that uh, we really appreciate Jim and his coworkers for essentially, essentially, oh, shit. That word. Close enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for keeping our country. Important. For keeping our country on the move. Yeah. Without, we without, guys appreciate without you guys, there's a ton of jobs and industries that will be screeched to a halt. Well, and, and, you know, that is really something that is not said a whole lot by the mainstream media or, or, or anybody. I mean, our appreciation of people that are actually working in these. Those are not easy jobs. You know, there's not a cop job. Yeah, they're, they're really <laughs> so hard. Where we can set the car and ride around. Those are actually hard jobs. Whether you're in Texas or North Dakota or anywhere or in the in, in the Gulf. I mean, can you imagine working in the Gulf? I think know? it'd be cool, man. Can you imagine working in the North Sea? And, Jim, tell at us. At this what, time of year? Does, does Jim deliberate on what he, where he works, how he works? No, he just said he works in the oil fields. That's pretty cool. What's Did he like? deliberate? Is that not say right? <laughs> It's this bad, but I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, is it 12 hour jobs? Or, yeah, if you worked out golf, you worked out on one of the big platforms, could you fish on your, on your time off? Or you got to sleep? Are you like working 12 hours? I don't know. What are y'all looking at me for? I don't know. <laughs> Do they hot bunk? Do you know what hot bunk is? No. In the Navy, on the ships, you hot bunk. It's where you got bunks running over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, you share a bunk with another sailor. <laughs> I'm so surprised you're not in. <laughs> yeah, while you're working, he's sleeping, and while you're sleeping, he's working. Okay. I wonder if they do that. I don't know. So you don't get time off to fish. I'd like to fish. It keeps enough, you know, the number of bunks that you got to have on yeah. on somewhere that's got a limited space. Correct. So, Jim Brown, we appreciate you listening to our crazy little podcast. Thank you, Jim. Uh, we appreciate you working. Jim's and, our first official winner. 
and providing some uh, energy for the rest of the country and keeping our gas prices low. Mr. I Biden, think, low. I think, I think, I think. Please tell us what you think. I forgot what I was thinking. Good. That we need to have Jim fall in one day and, and answer these questions. Okay. Being our first, very first official winner. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be listening to us when he's working. Maybe well, Jim, if you so. do, uh, call in sometime. We'll, uh, well, we got to prearrange we'll it. it. <laughs> we got to figure out how to do it, but we don't We know how to do it. We just got to prearrange it. Yeah. Well, how does he prearrange it? Well, he can't just call in the podcast because so we're delayed. We're, we're taping it on a Sunday. No, so it comes I'm out on a Monday. So I'm saying, so he'll send in a message and then Hound Dog will send a message back. I'll follow up with Jim. How's that sound? So. Yeah, that's right, Buck. You don't have to do a thing. You're oh, good. You're good. <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> Y'all have me a little worried there. Well, I mean, we almost asked you to do a uh, Instagram account one time, but we knew better than that shit. Hey, he we, said not to. You're right. You're right. We're, we, we are doing something different. We're, no, wait a minute. Well, ah. he, look, I was working. We were having night, a pre. And I was working on the Instagram side. He said, oh, don't worry. Oh, no, you what? <laughs> yes, I was. He's like, hello. <laughs> when I called him, he was sleeping. No, I was not. No, with uh, we're looking at redoing our Facebook stuff, and there's a way to every time you you post something to Facebook, it automatically posts to Instagram. So if we redo our Facebook stuff, we have to delete everything. And start I don't. I don't know. We we well, do because we're we decided the three of us to. to you talking about do, the private page? Private page. Yes. Not knowing you better, we decided private as opposed to public. Well, we had public, then we got to talking about it. Us three actually talked about it and decided to go to private page. Then yeah. once you go to private page, once you go to private, you can't go back to public. Without- yeah, we, we got to figure out what we can do about that. But I was talking about actual, just our bourbon badges Facebook page. So we had to delete it and lose all 400 listeners or all 400 contacts. No, I'm just. Who are all getting ready to shoot themselves because nobody cares about this crap. True. So- <laughs> but we'll talk about this at the post podcast <laughs> meeting. Yeah. Yeah, we have a really in-depth post-podcast meeting every week. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, yeah, for people listening to the last couple podcasts or, or whenever we talked about uh, Trooper David Ferguson, retired Trooper David Ferguson, been on the show. It fell in to the same time as Christmas, and he, he's retired, and he goes by Fergo. And Fergo actually chose his family up in the mountains over us. Can you believe that? Good for him. What is wrong with him? Yeah. So uh, he wouldn't from, want to be here with us right now. I don't know they can't hear you because you're too far away from the mic. Me, <laughs> but he's from Bryson City, North Carolina. It's way in the mountains, beautiful country up there. And his family went up to spend Christmas with his, with his uh, mom. And uh, so yeah, we just nice enough to give him a pass. He actually said he he would he would come home early to be on the podcast. And I, I told him don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get the next couple of weeks. Cool. You hot, but. He likes, to think he, he likes to think he is. It is hot as hell in here. It's 69 degrees. It is All right. hot. It is All hot right, so what else is going on? Anything else going on in y'all's Yeah, guys? you had something else you want to talk about. That was it. We talked about the marijuana thing. Oh, you never gave your opinion on what you thought about that, though. You... No, I agree totally with you guys. I think uh, if you're in prison right now, you, you know when you broke the law, that it was against the law, and you went to prison for it, you know, you... Yeah, you know, it's kind of like us gambling with the equipment and stuff here to this podcast. Somebody may never listen to us, but we still gambled, and we, you know, we're doing all right. But if you get caught, oh, okay. Well, we're at fifty three minutes. All so right. let me and ask you something. the soundboard again. <laughs> let me ask. Do you think that gambling should be should be legalized in the state? Yeah, I have no problem with that. You don't. What you? I have no problem. So the, I mean, other than the fact that we gamble. <laughs> Every few weeks playing poker, uh, you think of this? What about uh, what about something? Else? I mean, we do have a friendly poker game. These are pretty much what are called victimless crimes. What about like prostitution? Is that really a victimless crime? I okay, mean, say say there's a prostitute sitting out there, and some dude, a married guy, goes up and says, "Hey, baby, how you doing?" They hook up and they do their thing. He pays her and they leaves, and she gives him something that. Clorox won't wash off, and, okay. he t- and he takes it home to his family. So, do you know how? They, I mean, they do it in in uh, in Las Vegas, you know, and these other places. They where, I mean, do it in Gastonia too. Well, I, no, what I'm saying it's legalized there. It's legal there. Not in Gastonia. Where are you talking? Where are you talking? In Las Vegas. Legalized. Las Vegas. Okay. But, and so, and they have to go. Ha- they have to go in periodically, and all, you know, you know, monthly, I think, and be checked and stuff or stuff like that. So that's actually going into the. That's yeah. actually maybe leading weight. To my side of the argument, which I think 
I think all these victimless crimes ought to be legalized. But um, do you? I mean, and, I, and I, prostitution I, as as in in Gastonia, Charlotte, and all North Carolina cities, and wherever it's not legalized, is not a victimless crime. Okay, so and explain why. Well, I just did. one is, but that's not. I mean, you're actually one, lending lending weight to my argument okay. that it should be because. Let's back up. What, what about the and use like the Hispanics come over here supposedly chasing the dream, and everybody sets these women these these women up for prostitution to get them over here. And now they're no ties back to home, and now they're sex slaves. See, now you're talking about human trafficking. And we're right outside of Charlotte. Charlotte is one of the biggest human trafficking sex now, slaves but that's cities not, in the United that's States. That's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about somebody who who. Who's not doing this against her will? So that would that would go on either way. Would, so we'll we'll take it away from just being just a streetwalker. We'll take it just a hooker. We'll take it to someone who's like a call girl, and you know we've we've had people who are call girls who have gotten who are in other walks of life, who are like maybe like a teacher or something. Well, they're they're there for the money, not not to facilitate a drug habit or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but still, if they are not clean and they are with these johns so to speak then the johns go take something home to their wife so if you legalize it and you and you legalize it and you do like everything else tax the hell out of it and make sure that they get tested on a regular basis what about you what do you think because i agree with him wholeheartedly i agree i agree See, I'm so surprised at that because with with hound dog i can with you you're you're kind of you're more strict about about laws and stuff. Now, what? So, what about the? And you also agree with the gambling thing? Yeah, I have no problem with the legalized gambling. Because you know, people do say they get addicted to well, gambling. The thing about well, there's people already addicted to gambling, yeah. even though it's illegal. That doesn't change. Yeah, I understand, and so I mean, I mean, if you do have a gambling problem, go see somebody. And the only thing is about about the marijuana is I don't sit there and smell that friggin' you know skunk weed every day. And now, you know, just by right. living in a apartment complex, just about to do every day. But that's more of a personal, I mean, that's more of a personal thing. I don't want to smell it either. I don't, I don't like it, but I mean, I don't think that it should be. If it didn't invade into my privacy, I'd care less. That sounds, is that a little self-centered? It is, but I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I understand that. Because it does oh, invade oh, into your privacy a good bit. I mean, so, so considering where you're living at and someone, say someone from down, they legalize it and someone from downstairs or next door or upstairs or wherever it is that you're talking about, they start smoking and stuff. I mean, can you just like go to them and say, hey, can you cut that out? Well, I there's, I do that now. And a lot of times, uh, you know, just to give you the background, I live in an apartment complex. I'm still the courtesy officer, and the courtesy officer basically uh, answers any and all calls for service like marijuana use, domestics. He's an uh, uncourteous courtesy officer. Anything that nature. <laughs> so, yeah, I still get calls. uh on the complex and they smell marijuana or, or Jojo's outside the door smoking marijuana. Can you please come out and stop it? But once that happens, I no, I no longer have that authority. So, okay. Well, no, well, you can still ask them to stop it. Yeah. But I mean, they say, Hey, blow smoke in my face and go away. No, I mean, they can. So, I mean, but I want to keep them from going and say, Hey, can you, can you cut that crap out? Well, I guess, I guess with that being said, the, Apartment complex to work for could have their own policy procedure saying there'll be no smoking or marijuana on the property. They can't control it inside the residence, but any common area. I agree. That's that's seems like it's. Sens- I agree sensible. with that. That's sensible. I agree with that. I do. Agree. I agree with that. Yeah, a lot of people have high pro- problems with two two in the apartment complex. They they you know, they uh, the biggest problem is you know of course you have. Uh, some little girl rent the apartment, then move their dope dealing felony boyfriend in because he and he's not on the lease because he can't get on the lease because he's a felon, and that's where the problems are at. So yeah, we're so evict the girlfriend. Yeah, uh, you're exactly right. That's a simple problem. Simple. Thing yeah. to do. you're right. But that, that's the biggest problem I have, and, then, and that's going to happen then as well when they legalize this stuff. So y'all have a whole lot more in common oh. with me than you thought you did. Yeah. Well, what what I'm going at is an apartment complex. You know, they could bar. You guys from being on any common area, the laundry room, place on neighbors couldn't borrow you from coming to my apartment. Well, right? Could, if, could they borrow us from coming into on to the property? No, not not. They can't borrow you from coming to and from my apartment. Yeah, right, you couldn't exactly. go down apartment A. You couldn't go over to the laundry room. You couldn't hang out by the pool. If you guys want to come over with me during the you know, during the heat of the day in the summertime, hang out pool, you couldn't because it's a common area. Okay. 
but they couldn't borrow him to come to my my uh, park. You know what? I'd just go to Buck's house, hang out by his pool. How's that? There you go. Buck's got a pool. I've seen it. Yeah, I have to. Of course you've seen, you've seen it. it. When did you see it? How long? I've been in Buck's house before. Hey, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, you've been in my uh, house I before, invited, too? I was invited to his house. He, uh, we're working. He says, hey, uh, slow. You want to come over to the house? Got a pool. Yeah, man. Be cool. I'll bring you tools. We got stuff. Got to cut. We got <laughs> That's sad, but true. I had a hot tub. I had to get rid of that was not functioning anymore, and so he was not to, so hot anymore. It was not hot at all, and so we had to cut that thing up and haul it off. And we did. And it's hard to get rid of a oh, I was invited. I've been invited to his house. Invited to his house twice. Once when he to tear that down, and another time he got his motorcycle stuck. <laughs> you got your motorcycle stuck. Yes, I did. How'd you I do did. that? Well, to the frame. The frame is sitting on the ground. That's how bad these wheels are marred up. The frame is sitting yeah. straight up, no kickstand. That's exactly right. How did you do that? Well, I was one. I was trying to get out of my uh, garage, and my wife had parked her car right up against the garage door. So I'm trying to get around that. So I ended up backing the motorcycle up into my yard, which was wet. It was early spring, and it was wet. And this year, this last year. Yeah, well, yeah, this this, this year. Started taking off and it started. Spinning. I think he dug up COVID. I think COVID was buried <laughs> right there and he dug it up. That was pre COVID. That was pre COVID. That's what I'm saying. So I was trying to get the thing and it just kept, you know, I, I'd start trying to rock it and get it out. And it he's actually rocking. It if you could see, and deeper and deeper. if you could see the studio, he's actually rocking in his chair. <laughs> I'm rocking with my hand. So, so finish your story. It got deeper and deeper and deeper. It just got deeper. And finally, I mean, I realized I was, I was not going to get it out. I couldn't. I, the rocking quit rocking. It, it was like trying to rock a piece of br- a, uh, a stone that was a, and, a boulder that I couldn't move. So, so you called slow to save the day. Yeah, I actually it sat it sat in my yard for all day. Oh, I could get somebody to come over and help me. It's like a, it's like a little statue out there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> all right, guys, Buck, what time is it? How much time we got involved in this podcast? I don't know because you won't let me no, look at the thing. No, you looked at it all night long. No, no, no. You, I won't look at it no more. I won't say it's been an hour and two minutes. All right, cool deal. I looked at my watch to see that. What else? Anything else we need to cover that we haven't covered? I don't, probably is. Oh yeah, one more thing. I brought an empty liquor bottle in to the to the studio tonight, and what my thoughts is are it was indeed labeled by the way. It was labeled, but it's uh, taking the label off. All right, but but can you guess what? Was in that bottle? Bourbon. Good guess. Good guess. Old Bardstown. Oh, I was going to say Jack Daniels. Yep. Old Bardstown, really? Yeah. And uh, so my thoughts, we have all these half-empty bottles over here on the shelf that we've drank at pre-podcast, other podcasts. Feel a little bit, maybe an ounce or two of each one of those bottles into this bottle. And when this bottle gets full, we drink it. On the podcast. Oh, I was just going to say, we go hand it off to some homeless guy. <laughs> no. Somewhere. Oh, I need a bottle hey, of liquor. Is that a tax write off? Well, if that's tax write off. Yeah. I thought it'd be kind of cool mixing all this, like Old Elk, Cooper's, E.H. Taylor. You know uh, what I think we do? Smooth Ambler. I like old that. Old Crow, one. Aristocrat. Yeah, Old Crow, Aristocrat, and all that I don't know stuff. what the other one is. Old Crow's named after Dr. Crow, who invented uh, pretty much pasteurization for. Bourbon. Well, you know, I also uh, heard that Old Crow was what um, President Bourbon. Ulysses S. Grant drove. Uh, drove. He drove, huh? All right. Drank. It was See? He was a drinker. See? Say something to Buck. He screwed it up. I screwed no, up one thing during the no, I realized podcast. I, I realized when I screwed up, you can just keep right on going, because your brain is not connected to your mouth. <laughs> what does that even mean? I understood it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in regards to you. Right, I got an idea. I think we fill up the bottle completely full. Go by the Salvation Army. 12 midnight. And auction it off? No, just set it on the sidewalk. And make some type of trap that would catch the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the first. No. Is that is that is that heartless? That's no. No, let's let's not do that. Hey, you know, we could put like a sandwich beside it too. No, you'll eat the sandwich. Like a pair of socks. Like a sandwich will make it out <laughs> oh. of the studio. Speaking of socks. Yeah, I got mine on two bucks. Never worn his, but he hates them. He hates the socks that my wife bought everybody. My, my socks are in Ohio. They're What? Why would you take your bourbon socks to Ohio? Because they're in my car. Your car's in Ohio? Yeah. Oh, did you fly back or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
All right, good deal. All right, man. Any last thoughts? Uh, the only thing I think in our notes, pre podcast notes, were list uh, tell the listeners, the new listeners, where to find us. Yeah, there's. We're actually on twenty platforms, I believe now. And if you can find a search engine called Google and type in Bourbon and Badges, it's a new thing, you could probably <laughs> find us. Bourbon and Badges, the podcast, and beside us is Bus Sprout. Bus Sprout, yeah, that's our host. That's our host. Uh, just I, you know, I I drove up to Ohio this last week. I know we're getting ready to stop, but uh, I was listening to our after hours podcast. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but. I will pat you two on the back. Yeah, that was a good cop. That was good. Explain our after hours things. It's not going to be an every now every now thing. We had uh, we had sat around one night and and did a podcast, and we're sitting around after hours after a podcast. We were drinking and stuff. Hey, let's do another one. And so we did an after hours podcast, and that might have been the best one we had because it was. And there'll be more to come. More to come. More to come. There's going to be more to come. But uh, if you get a chance, check that out. Check all our podcasts out. There's they're they're pretty good. Even Uh, the Christmas special. And we should uh, we know we should have named that the Buck special. You're right. Because Buck wasn't here. Because Buck wasn't here, and it's all about Buck. Well, thank you. That was the most pleasant podcast I think we ever it done. It was, man. There was no correcting each other. No nothing. Hey, you first responders and cops, everybody out there, be careful. And remember, drink responsibly. All right, good deal. That's pretty good. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about Andy Griffith. Oh, my gosh. Here we got to go do another one. Those bucks.